Hey everyone, welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea, episode 13. I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Happy April to everyone. You know, the sun is shining, the flowers are going to come back, the weather's getting nicer, things are looking up. I have a good feeling about April. I think it's we're heading into the best seasons and, you know, time of the year, um, and I'm stoked to be in it. So happy April to everyone, and of course, happy opening day yesterday, of course, to all of my baseball fans. Um, it was a beautiful opening day for the entire MLB League, and we're so happy that baseball is back. Um, before we jump in, I need to give a big congratulations and a happy birthday to Haley, uh, my old young life leader. You guys have heard me talk about her plenty of times. She is one of the greatest people of all time. Um, and yes, she's actively trying to be um, Megan and Harry's friend. Yes, that's the same Haley. And she just welcomed her new baby boy, Connor August Oa, um, on a few days ago, actually. So congratulations to Haley and um, welcome to the world, little Connor. We love that for them. Um, and Haley's also a Dodger fan. We love another Dodger baby, so congrats. Okay, let's jump into some sports here. Um, the final four is set. We have Gonzaga versus UCLA and Houston versus Baylor. Um, it was a big week, well, last weekend, a few days this week, full of basketball. Um, and we're almost to the end. So if you have been, you know, just dreading this entire March Madness, the road is almost done. Um, we have about two, three more nights, I think two more nights, right? Um, and then it's all over. So UCLA beat Michigan this past week, and it was an insane win. Um, neither team really scored any points within like that last like three to five minutes, and UCLA came away with a big dub. So we're stoked for them because they are the only Pac-12 team that's still um, in the tournament. So very excited for that to happen. And then, of course, the actual um, final game will be on Monday. And then that's a wrap for uh, basketball for the year. Yesterday morning, um, Roy Williams, the coach of North Carolina basketball, announces his retirement after 33 seasons. Um, Roy is an absolute legend. He was a very loved coach. I'm sure you've seen all of the videos and clips going around all over social media about how loved he was and how much his team adored him. Um, that post-game celebration in the locker room is just like oh my gosh, you just get lit up watching those videos. So congratulations to Roy. Of course, of course, we're upset that he, we won't be able to see him, you know, that much more on our TV screens, but we're stoked for him and um, a legendary career of 33 seasons. So hats off to him. <clears throat> um, a few weeks ago, I told you guys that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers were engaged. Shailene did a whole um, Jimmy Fallon interview about their life together. Remember the fact that she like didn't really know he's that good at football, yada, yada, yada. So it turns out that Aaron Rodgers is actually set to host Jeopardy um, in a few weeks. And this is kind of like the, the well, I don't know how to say this. Shailene basically foreshadowed that in her interview, right? She said that Jeopardy is Aaron Rodgers' favorite show to watch. That's what they do all the time. He's a big nerd, yada, yada, yada. So the fact that he's hosting this, like, isn't that crazy? Um, Ham actually looked it up, and apparently Aaron Rodgers was on um, the celebrity version of Jeopardy a few years ago, and he beat um, Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, um, and he made it pretty far. So I feel like that was just, like, a total foreshadow. Obviously, Jeopardy's this guy's thing. Who knew that was his niche, I guess. So interested to see uh, Aaron Rodgers on our TV screens hosting. Definitely going to tune in for that. Um, yes, that was like how I kind of looped that into sports related, but we did get our first pictures of Aaron and Shailene together um, this past weekend and they were cute. They're getting off, you know, some private jet and uh, headed to Hawaii. So good for them. Um, also, just a quick thought on like other things that we need to bring back besides MTV Cribs. 
remember that show called Two a Days? It was on MTV about that Texas high school football team that literally did Two a Days, and it was like, you know, their ins and outs of their family life and how they prepped for games and the whole cheerleaders prepping. It was fabulous. I don't know why it like kind of came to my attention the other day. Um, I just thought of that show, and I have this vivid memory of my brother and I, um, you know, popping in the tape recorder or like the VCR situation when you had to make sure that you weren't going to like fuck up your dad's golf or like something like that. I don't know about you guys, but those VCR tapes like bring me a little PTSD. That was like such a stressful time of like, well, can I use this tape or can I use this tape? My dad and I were like always fighting. It was always his golf first Laguna Beach or two a days. Yes, that was like the era. I think I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade maybe. Um, but wanted to bring two days back because if you know me, you know that Hard Knocks is one of my all-time favorite shows, right? And um, two days is kind of like the OG version of Hard Knocks, the high school version. Um, of course, Hard Knocks comes out like that four or five weeks right before football season starts about the professional NFL team. Fabulous show. Anyway. I think we should get in touch with MTV because we could be using that right now, right? Especially with COVID going on and the high school seasons getting all, you know, jacked around. I think it'd be very fascinating. So MTV, bring that back, please. Okay, that's really all I got for uh, sports, in all honesty, except for the fact that Ham and I are going to the Rockies-Dodgers game tonight, and I am so excited. Um, he bought tickets together night, and I was like, are you serious? If you know Ham, he is a big Giants fan. Obviously, we know where my loyalty stands, so tonight is a big night, and I'm freaking out. I'm about to be the happiest girl in Colorado, um, so if you're going to watch the Rockies-Dodgers game tonight, check us out. Maybe, maybe you'll catch us on TV. Probably not, but that's okay. Okay, pop culture. Um, the Oscars are actually going to be on April 25th. Who knew that the Oscars hadn't happened? I honestly completely forgot. I kind of thought that award season was just kind of skimmed through, right? We had the Grammys, we had the Globes. Oh yeah, that's right. The Oscars. So they're on April 25th. Um, it's unlike me to not be excited for them because that's typically like, you know, the, I always say this is like the masters of the award shows, right? But a little anticlimactic that is happening, you know, in a couple of weeks and there hasn't been much hype or anything around it. So we'll see how that goes. Of course, there'll be a red carpet and all of that. Um, no, I haven't really been watching any Oscar movies. So maybe I should step that up and then get more interested. Um, Ariana Grande is going to be the new judge on The Voice. Um, she is joining Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton and John Legend for this next season on NBC. Um, very interested to see what Ariana Grande is like as a coach. Um, if you've watched The Voice in the past, um, essentially, right, the the artist goes up blindly for the judges, start singing. The judges have their backs turned. They kind of like talk a little shit, decide if they want to spin. They hit the freaking button and the judge spins. And then the um, contestant gets to choose which team they're on if they have multiple judges. Honestly, a really good show. Um, I really only have ever watched up until they get on the teams. I've never even watched the winner. I just like the whole spin chair talk shit aspect of it. Um, so very interested to see how Ariana Grande does in this. I'm picturing her like baby voice being like with her ponytail and like, you know, that whole sweetener era of like the big sweatshirts and tall boots. Like I'm very interested to see what she's like as a judge, if people like are dying to choose her, if she wins, you know, interesting dynamic. So congratulations to Ariana Grande. Okay, next story is about Ava Chen. Um, I'm not sure if anyone knows who Ava Chen is. She is the director of fashion partnerships at Instagram. Um, she's an icon. If you're not following her on Instagram, I would highly suggest you do. Um, she's obviously well-connected just from Instagram, but she also is just like one of those people that's like really raw and unfiltered on Instagram. She's showing you the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, she's a mom of two. She's pregnant with her third at the moment. Um, and she's just like really raw. 
So, of course, I had to loop my Hadid girls in here somehow into the pop culture stories. So here we go. Ava Chen um, went on her Instagram story the other day and did one of those Q&As. Of course, everyone's doing these Q&As these days. And someone asked her the question about um, naming your baby something similar to a friend. Ava responded and said, it depends on how close you are to that friend. Is it going to be annoying if you're both yelling the same name at the playground? Are they going to go to school together? Like, are we distant? Is it going to be fine? Right? So she kind of addressed that then. And then she got another question that basically said, you know, how do you pick a baby's name? Right? And Ava (laughs) lovingly um, basically responded and said, we had the name Kai picked out, K-A-I. But unfortunately, one of my close friends, a.k.a. Gigi, named her baby Kai, K-H-A-I. Ava threw the shade at Gigi. She basically was like, Kai was our name, and Gigi used it. I'd like to just go ahead and say here, well, first of all, you know, we know that Gigi and Ava are close. Gigi has absolutely babysat Ava's kids. They've done a lot of partnerships together, yada, yada, yada. You know, the New Yorkers, they're all kind of running in the same circle. Um, interesting though, because Gigi had Kai back in what, September, October, like last fall, Ava's still pregnant and it's April. Like, did you really have that name picked out? Is it still fair game? I just think that timeline is a little wild, but way to air your dirty laundry with, um, celebrities on Instagram. So that was some tea that I just had to shove in there because, wow, I didn't know that that was going to actually go down, you know, Kai, Kai, are they that good of friends? I don't know, but I'm interested to see if Gigi and she and Ava have had a conversation and if they have any beef now, like what that's going to look like. So all of my Hallmark fans out there, get ready. Um, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds are filming a Christmas musical in Boston. There have been plenty of pics of them spotted in these costumes, singing and dancing all around Boston. Um, I'm not a huge musical fan, but anything with Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, I'm in for. Um, I have a lot of Hallmark fans in my life, so I guarantee we'll be watching that. And I'm honestly kind of excited. Um, So who knew that they filmed Christmas movies in like late March, early April, but I guess that makes sense if they have to pump it out for the holiday season and get everyone stoked. Um, and maybe we'll have movies in theater. I don't know. Are we going to go back to the theaters? That like kind of freaks me out a little bit, right? I saw a uh, clip the other day where someone was like, I'm in the movie theater. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Like, do they clean the seats? I, that's a whole other story. But they have a Christmas movie coming out. Okay, um, randomly, I basically listened to a podcast called Scrubbing In. Um, it's with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Yes, Becca Tilly was from Chris Sewell's and Ben Higgins' uh, seasons of The Bachelor. And Tanya Rad is a TV, you know, radio personality. She's on that on air with Ryan Seacrest. Um, long story short, Whitney Port was on their podcast this week. Whitney Port is um, from the Hills, and I was reminded that she actually had that spinoff, uh, The City. Um, and essentially, she basically went on their podcast, and she said that she went to Boulder her freshman year um, before transferring to USC. I just love a little Boulder connection always. Um, long story short, she actually met her husband while they were filming The City. His name is Timmy, and they're absolutely adorable. Um, yes, the Hills had that reboot last year. I think, yeah, last year of like that season one reboot. And they just filmed finished filming season two of the reboot. Um, I didn't finish season one. I kind of thought it was cheesy, but 
Brody and his ex, Caitlin Carter, Carter are going to be filming their divorce. I mean, it's going to play out for the second season. So naturally, I have to watch that. Um, just thought that was interesting. You know, the Hills reboot, she said she's not that friend, that close of friends with anyone but Caitlin Carter, Brody's ex, doesn't talk to Audrina. She does talk to Lauren every once in a while. If you're still a Hills fan, Lauren and Whitney do a IGTV um, where they kind of get together and they also have a podcast about it. It's really great if you want a little hills, old school hills in your life. Um, back to being a huge Laguna Beach fan, like how can you not watch that stuff? Okay, Bravo update because honestly, shit hit the fan this week. It was all over the place. Tuesday around lunchtime, I received the first text about this and I was so blessed that it was lunchtime. Um, I've been talking about Housewives of Salt Lake City for a while now, right? They just finished season one. If you have not caught up, please go do it. This story is only going to make you want to catch up even more. Um, Jen Shaw was arrested for fraud and conspiracy with her first assistant, Stuart. Jen Shaw is um, one of the largest personalities probably in the Housewives franchise that we've had. Um, She's part of the Shaw squad on this season. Her husband, Sharif Shaw, is the assistant football coach at University of Utah. Um, essentially she got, she got arrested the other day for conspiracy and for fraud. Um, she and her assistant Stuart essentially were part of this company that takes elderly people's information, um, and turns them into sales leads, knows that that information is fraud, um, and, and sells these sales leads to all these companies that actually know it's fraud as well. Um, there were a shit ton of people involved in this company that she quote unquote owned and they were involved with too. Everyone else at the company that was involved um, with this whole scandal has already pleaded guilty, of course, because hello, like they know that they were freaking wrong. Um, yes, it's all going to be on camera. So it all went down on Tuesday. The um, ladies of Salt Lake City were actually hopping on a flight to come to Vail, Colorado for their, you know, the, the trip that they take on this on the show. Um And while they were getting ready to leave, Jen got a call. She said it was a family emergency. She basically said that her husband was in the hospital. That was a complete lie. Um, Minutes after Jen like fled the scene to quote unquote, go to the hospital, the feds showed up. Everyone showed up at the filming site and were like, where the hell did she go? We need to arrest her. Um, Ultimately, like Bravo had a ping on her phone and they tracked her down and she was arrested. So um, she was taken in, no, I don't think she was taken into custody, but on Wednesday, um, there was a first court hearing and here's where the story gets fucking hilarious. So there was a court case on Wednesday, obviously via zoom because randomly the judges in New York city, I need to do more research on that whole aspect, but the Reddit trolls out there, including myself, I didn't do this, but I would consider myself a Reddit troll, um, basically found the zoom link for this hearing. And if you know, people that are Bravo fans. Bravo fans are insane, myself included, right? So Reddit gets the Zoom link. Bravo fans basically, you know, put it in a mass text thread and everyone you know has this Zoom link. So the meeting starts and essentially it was the biggest clusterfuck of all time. Um, Everyone in America, around the world even, people had access to the Zoom link. So there's hundreds of people on this Zoom and the mute buttons stop. People can't hear each other. It's just like a classic 2020 like Zoom clusterfuck that went down. Um, Funny enough, Wendy Williams hopped on the Zoom call and she could not mute herself. But there were all these Bravo fans like calling like, I'm here for the housewives. Like, y'all, is this filming? Like all kinds of just like People were just like screaming things because this is like a very huge thing to go down in the Bravo world. But with that being said, 
Jen and her attorney, unfortunately, were not even able to hop on the call because it was so convoluted. Um, and so the judge has rescheduled us for today, Friday, for um, another hearing um, without the public. I would be so frustrated if just all this riffraff showed up on my court case, right? Um, yes, it's all going to be on camera. Of course, it was the cameras were rolling when Jen like got the emergency call and that whole thing. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what goes down. I, I didn't think that we could get a better uh, season one and boom, season two is going to be so freaking premium. So if you haven't caught up on, South, on Salt Lake City, go ahead and do that um, because it's going to be amazing. Okay, just a quick little Bachelor update um, for anyone that even gives a shit about Bachelor in Paradise or the franchise at all. Um, they're having a really, really, really hard time casting for the show. Of course, we heard that um, it's supposed to hit our TVs in August, um, but right now ABC's panicking that they don't have enough people to jump in um, and actually want to film, right? They're reaching out to everyone and no one's like really hopping on board. So at this point, we're hearing that they are trying to cast all alumni. Um, and like potentially old bachelor and bachelorettes even. Um, they're desperate, right? At this point, they said that their target target people are Becca Kufrin, Tia Booth, and Blake Hortzman, which I could not give a fuck about any of them. So that's how you know they're getting desperate. Um, typically, it would be like Matt's girls and Tasha's guys. They all kind of like the, the most recent seasons kind of intermix. Um, not looking like that. So we will have to stay tuned. Okay, for all my Kardashian haters out there, I will not do an in-depth recap because last night's episode was a little anticlimactic. I hate to admit that, but it is true. Um, more importantly, there was a story that came out this past week. Um, essentially, Kendall had a naked trespasser swimming in her pool about 2 a.m. Um, if you've been paying attention, this is not a great track record for Kendall. She's had quite a few break-ins within the last, like, few years or so, right? Um, she's moved out. She redesigned this house. She has this whole customized. She thought she had her security down, yada, yada, yada. She moved out, obviously, like the second happened. Um, and now everyone's talking about security. Um, I read somewhere that Kanye spends about five to seven million dollars per year on his security and Kylie spends 2.8 mil on her security. So obviously Kendall needs to, you know, take a page out of their book, maybe get even a Kim level of security, um, go into lockdown of some sort because this sucks, right? I would be petrified. Um, this is the house that she posed for and was in the whole Architecture Digest um, article. So if you've been paying attention to that, that was that. Um, and last night's episode was, eh, I, I like, you know, I hate to say that. These are my girls, right? This is my last season. Like, this is horrific for me to even have to admit out loud. But the episode wasn't that great. So if you don't give a shit, see ya. Otherwise, I'll do a little recap. Um, let's see. The moral of the story, the whole the whole episode was really the Kardashians for the Jenners, right? They've been advertising it for weeks about like how physically strong you are, how um, athletic they are, blah, 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 blah. So it started out with Kim, Courtney, and Chloe being like, we're going to challenge Kendall and Kylie to a, a race, um, a, a obstacle course, something like that. They ultimately get the Spartan course to come and set up in their Malibu rental backyard, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, naturally, Kylie Bale's day of, because like, that's so Kylie. Um, so it's just Kendall for the Jenners. And then of course, Kim has like a knee injury and her trainer's there and she has like a cyst behind her knee, which I didn't know could even happen, which was really gross. Um, Kim has to bail day of as well, just because she physically can't do that. She's in like a lot of pain. So it's really Chloe versus Courtney in the Spartan race. 
Um, Chloe did great. Courtney. Oh my God. Courtney kicked ass. I had no idea she was so athletic. And then obviously Kendall won. Um, her limbs are insanely long. She's insanely athletic. Her whole thing was like, I'm a Jenner. Hello. Um, and she won. So moral of the story is Jenner's over Kardashians. I just love uh, Kendall in general, even though everyone hates her and, you know, she has so many scandals. I really like her. I think she's the most down to earth and um, I'm happy she won. Other than that, the episode was like really about um, Courtney doing an, uh, an article for Poosh, which if you don't follow Nori's Black Book on Instagram, which is basically like an Instagram account run from Northwest perspective in like the most sarcastic tone ever, go ahead and follow that. Um, they just bash on Poosh, bash on everything, and it's absolutely fabulous. Um, Courtney is like, yeah, I'm doing this whole article on celibacy for Poosh. And she basically asks her mom and Corey if they would go ahead and like do the challenge. It was uncomfortable because Corey is like, no, oh my God, no sex. And it's like, ew, Corey, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? You're with the matriarch of the family and like, that's your reaction. Anyway, the whole thing is gross. Um, Courtney's like really awkward about like, oh, they don't need to, like, you're really powerful. Like all this, it was just like really uncomfortable, the whole storyline. Um, other than that, Courtney and Scott were set up on a parent trap date by um, Chloe and Kim. Um, they basically like set up a dinner and, and invited uh, Courtney and Scott to be there together um, without anyone, have without any kids and all of that kind of thing. Um, when Courtney and Scott show up to the house, they're like, oh, this is set up for us. It's a romantic dinner, yada, yada, yada. They spend the night um, and then Courtney and Kim come over the next day or Chloe and Kim come over the next day and they're like, oh my God, they're in bed together. Like something happened. And of course, Courtney and Scott are like, we just fucked with you. Um, of course, we know that Courtney is actually dating Travis Barker. They're on their first family vacation right now um, to Utah and they're advertising it all over Instagram. So you can tell that they're happy. Um, Courtney last night did, they did like some video where they were like, I'm passing the phone to someone who loves me. And Courtney was like, I'm passing the phone to someone who's my boyfriend. So they fully confirmed that there. Um, so it's just interesting to see like the whole Courtney Scott thing going down and this Courtney Travis relationship happening at the parallel time, right? I'd be interested to see like what Scott thinks. Um, and of course, next week we finally get into why Courtney is friends with Addison Ray. Um, the preview already is, is Kim basically being like, she's never been like this. She's never had a friend like this. So like, what the hell? So other than that, that's really all we got for um, this part two of this week. Um, of course, we will have some more sports updates next week. Um, we will also have Summer House. Didn't watch that. Um, or Temptation Island. There's a lot of good things happening on TV. Um, but next time you hear me, I will be in sunny California. Um, so I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Feedback is always welcome. And uh, I'll see you next week for two more episodes of CD Spills of Tea.